Welcome to Multifaceted Mama, an Angeluna podcast. With your favorite spiritual badass boss bitch, Jess. I'm an energy healer and a spiritual mentor, along with all the other facets that make up me. Like a diamond, I'm everything, and so are you. You're here to get your daily energetic blast of empowerment and spiritual knowledge. Let's get started. Okay, guys, so this week's podcast is going to be a little bit different. It's not an interview. It's just a conversation with one of my dear, dear soul sisters, Carrie. We started Reiki together, gosh, like over a year ago now. And we've been chatting and doing a lot of shadow work around integrating the divine masculine and the divine feminine and finding the balance between both. And it's a topic that I know I've definitely mentioned on the podcast before. I post about it a lot and I myself do a lot of work with it with clients, with myself, with friends. And it's just so, so important. And it was such a fun conversation just to have with my soul sister. And here it is. All right. Well, Jess. I'm really excited I, to talk about this with you. I am too. I'm so pumped. This is like one of my favorite topics right now to talk about. I love how it came up too, because I know you said you were thinking about doing this topic yourself, and now I'm jumping on board with you. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so perfect. It's such a perfect time for both of us because we're all we're all experiencing this mix and you know mashup of the divine masculine and divine feminine so no matter where it lands it's it's something that has to get talked about it's yeah. so important so why don't you explain first what divine masculine and divine feminine mean so so we have in in all of us in male female everybody um we have the divine masculine and the divine feminine and typically the right side of our body houses the divine masculine energy the left side of our body houses the divine feminine energy and basically basically we do things in our everyday lives that um feed this energy right so going with the like the flow of life and i don't mean like just like huh like going with the flow <laughs> i mean like flowing, flowing with life. like the way you giggled there when you're like <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's my signature sarcastic giggle. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, waking up in the morning, doing our ritual and deciding to throw something new into the ritual, staging in a different way. And then, you know, casually getting the kids ready and not stressing. That's your divine feminine. Your divine masculine is going to be then, you know, switching gears, walking into the office, commanding the boardroom. Or, you know, saying this is what's got to get done today and, you know, not giving, not giving a flying, you know what, about what anybody else needs and just like, sorry, and just doing what you need to do and like what you need to get done. That's I can see the wheels so, turning when you were like, what do I say? What do I say? You see how hard I had to think because on my podcast, my podcast is explicit. <laughs> you can, I can, I can put a warning that label on it. It's cool. Oh my gosh. Okay, cool. That was so, that was like, I almost broke my brain. I almost broke my brain. <laughs> I felt that. I felt that. Oh my gosh. And that's but not anyway, a lie either. I really did feel that because we're, we're know, soul sisters. I believe that. <laughs> I believe that you did. Yeah, I know. I did a special like little bit of Reiki on both of us at the same time before this episode, <laughs> as you were gearing up. Um, but anyway, sorry. So divine masculine are—they're the givers, and the divine feminine are the receivers, right? So that—that's why when I say go with the flow, we're receiving from the universe. We're just like going with our intuition, and we're allowing ourselves to feel into what that intuition is telling us and, and moving with that 
Whereas the divine masculine is, you know, sitting there saying, what do I need to do? What can I give to, what can give value to my life today? Or like, what can I do for, you know, my spouse? And I don't mean like my, my husband or whatever, my husband saying that for me, because we have this in the both of us, it's what can I do to make this get done and da, 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 da. That's the divine masculines, the givers. So that's a little bit about the divine masculine, divine feminine. And like I said, we both have, it's like the yin and the yang. We have both inside of us. And the the big task here is keeping them balanced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and just go look at all the reels that I made recently. <laughs> mm-hmm. The best. The best. <laughs> Love that reel. So what's important for me here is for so long, so like months, I keep getting the message that, you know, obviously the message I kept getting frustrated with the patience message, be patient, Mm -hmm. tapping into the divine feminine, like settling back to be able to trust my intuition, manifest all that stuff. And I'm sitting here going, okay, I'm doing it. (laughs) I'm trying. (laughs) Why isn't it working yet? And I think that's, it was a, huge honestly a huge light bulb for me when we started our shadow work that we were doing when it dawned on you that I'm just like completely anchored (laughs) into the or that I was that maybe you can tell me if I'm sensing wrong but maybe hopefully I'm not totally anchored in to that anymore no you're not you are not not completely anchored in actually I didn't see anything wonky with that part of your energy your energy when I did break you this morning so I wasn't yeah yeah but seriously finding that out it was like this huge like light bulb and this big weight off my shoulders like is that really is that the problem which seems weird on the surface because I I feel like I understand the difference between the divine masculine and the divine feminine and I know what they mean but I had such a hard time stepping into the feminine and I don't know something about just realizing how much of the masculine was there made me realize Mm -hmm. oh okay I really do have to like make a shift in my energy here because I think I'm in the divine feminine but I'm not (laughs) there's actually a reason for that that you weren't um completely aware because we came off of a ridiculously long chunk of time it's it's all planetary actually planetary stuff but in December, we moved into a new, like essentially a new chapter of planetary, um, like the divine feminine planetary movement. We're in the age of Aquarius now and we're in the divine feminine time. We came from a really, I mean, actually, I don't remember the exact number, so I don't want to say it, but it was like, I want to say upwards of like a hundred years of oh, wow. divine masculine. So we, we were so used to, that was the energy that's like, the 90s woman with the power suit and like you can have it's not that we spice girls girl power (laughs) yeah right like we're still boss bitches don't get me wrong but it's it's that um in leaning into our divine feminine we're even more the boss because the divine feminine leads and that's not just me saying that that is like widely known and accepted that the divine feminine does lead so it's not about um it's not about Sorry, I'm trying to think of the right proper way to explain this because it's not it's not about that okay we need to lean back and be super ultra feminine it's not that mm-hmm. it's that in doing that we will be leading and we are stepping into our power but that's also why it was so confusing for everybody because when we all started to feel this flow inside of us men and women and I say men and women because even things between myself and my husband 
we've had a lot of talks about this in the last couple of months have completely shifted because he even started feeling the difference himself in himself and with me is we were in that time. Like our bodies were literally in a time where the universe was like, okay, this is what you need to do. This is the energy that you're living in. And then all of a sudden, you know, December, 2020 hit and yep. That's, I was like, what year is it? December 2020. <laughs> I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I know. And all of a sudden, you know, we kind of women and men started feeling differently about how they were running their business, which is going to be terrifying. And we're asking ourselves, like you were saying, like, why aren't my manifestations, you know, happening as fast as I want them to, or, you know, why do I feel differently in my marriage? Why are my kids acting differently? Why do I want to structure my business differently or my everyday life differently? It's because the energy of the world that we're living in, this 3D world, has now shifted into the time of the divine feminine. So when that happened, everybody went wonky. We all were like, what the fuck is going on here? And it took us all a minute. And do you mind that I'm going into this? <laughs> I feel like this is super important. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay. So when this happened, I don't know if you remember, there was like this surge. I mean, even I did a bunch of lives about it because it just like came up and we were all we were like, oh my God, oh my God, we need to like feel into our divine feminine. This is wonderful. And we all like kind of did like a complete 180 and, and felt completely into the divine feminine. And we were just flowing and it was great. And then a couple months went by and it, again, we were like, wait, something feels off because we did this complete shift. We weren't balancing the masculine and the feminine, which is fine. Everybody did it. It probably needed to happen. Like, you know, everything's a synchronicity. There's no mm -hmm. accident. But there was a point, I want to say like right before the summer started, when people then started asking, well, wait a minute, why isn't this flowing right? And it was because we weren't balancing out the masculine and the feminine. We were so excited that everything shifted in this beautiful way. And we were feeling great in the feminine, but now it's like, okay, what was wrong with when we were living in the divine masculine? We weren't balanced. Now we're living in the divine feminine. Feminine energy is like this wealth, this waterfall of intuitive knowledge. So it makes sense that now that we're here, we would actually start asking, not nothing against the divine feminine, I mean, the divine masculine, mm -hmm. but it makes sense that we would start asking, wait a minute, should we be balancing? Whereas we didn't before. You see, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Man, the divine masculine is like, let's fix, let's do, let's do, let's do. Whereas the divine feminine sits back and receives. Makes sense that we would receive the knowledge that we need to balance. That was a long-winded. No, that's I'm <laughs> long-winded all the time, and I, you know me, I go off on tangents and movie quotes. And... <laughs> yeah, I love but we'll the movie always come back. <laughs> yeah. There is no water in this air, and I'm dehydrated, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you too. What was so funny, for lack of a better word, for me was last week, even a couple days prior to that, was when I, I suddenly started like booking sessions again. And not that I wasn't having sessions, but like a whole bunch in a row, like with no effort, with none of this, yeah. like, okay, I got to do something so that somebody sees that and then they want to book a session yeah. with me or do whatever. I was just like, I'm going to come in and talk about this because I feel like it's going to help somebody. I'm just feeling called to it. So I just did a, a video on cord cuttings. Then I made that masculine reel. <laughs> or no, yeah. no, no, it wasn't that one yet. It was the one with the door with all the shadow work yeah. and everything behind it. And mm -hmm. people messaged me off of that video. Like they watched the cord cutting video first and then they saw 
the door mm-hmm. reel in my stories and they both messaged me and they both booked and then I booked another one a couple days later and amazing it was just amazing to me like how <laughs> how little effort <laughs> I yeah. put into that versus prior to that all that like I was saying like feeling like okay what do I have mm-hmm. to do in order to get yeah. a result and that's it. Kind of not what you were saying exactly, but like following your intuition to figure out what to do to then just let it happen. You know? Yeah. I was just going to say, actually, that's, that's one of the key things with manifestation too. Cause that, I mean, you have to be balanced and you have to be really mindful of your thoughts and the way that you're moving in the world to be able to manifest things the way that you want to. And it's incredible how the moment you let go, which is a divine feminine act, everything flows in. Mm-hmm. And there's so many different ways to do it or think that you're doing it and, and you're not. And the minute you actually, the, for the, I think it's really like the first first, or, first, and second time that it happens because the first time you're like, oh, shit, what did I do? That was amazing. I let go in this specific way. My intuition felt exactly like this when I did it. And all these wonderful things happen. And then when it happens the second time and you're like, now I, I genuinely recognize exactly mm-hmm. what I did that first time, I can replicate this over and over and over again. Because it becomes, it almost becomes a reminder because you you start to feel like, oh, wait a minute, I'm not in that energy that I was in when I let go, when I released it, when I gave it up to the universe and allowed myself to receive. Mm-hmm. It becomes easier the more that you do it. Yeah. Something about that realization and actually letting go helped get rid of that like little bit of desperation I think that was always hanging on in the back that was probably a big part of my problem too yeah and not that it's all yeah, solved totally. forever I'm sure it's going to creep back no, in and I'm going to have to deal with it you know, again but <laughs> it ebbs and flows. there's layers there's layers to shadow but you know what I feel like you broke through such a major you, you broke through that first layer that almost is I always think of shadow work as critical thinking I don't know if you took any critical thinking courses in like school or college or whatever because for me, I wanted to die while taking critical thinking. <laughs> I could like, I was like, what? Because I was always very anchored. If I did, I probably masculine. blocked it out. I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. When I took it, I used to have to actually go to John, my husband and be like, oh my God, I need to talk this out because I can't work my head around it. And then by the third or fourth week, I had a, I had a breakthrough at the court because I was like, I have to figure this out. You know, like that's my like type A brain. I was like, mm-hmm. I have to do this. And I figured it out and I remember cracking it and that, then fully understanding how to like critical think around, you know, events or like critical think around issues. And it's literally stepping way outside the box and thinking like, like you always think about like, Oh, like what do aliens look like? Do they have limbs? And you're like, wait, maybe limbs aren't even a thing. Maybe that's something completely different that we can't even comprehend. <laughs> like that's, a, you know what I mean? Like that to me, that's like a critical thinking thing. Mm-hmm. So when you, apply the critical thinking to like shadow work or manifestation and you bust through that first wall and you're like whoa I never saw it that way or I never felt it that way this is completely different it's that feeling this like completely new you know newness to like the air around you and everything that you feel and you see when you're you know doing breaking through that wall and like feeling that first bit of like manifestation or that first bit of like desperation seeping away or whatever it is it's incredible mm-hmm. and it, it changes it changes and it, again like I said before it gets stronger and stronger every time you do it and once you tap into that like vein you're golden yeah real quick maybe we should explain a little bit about what 
shadow work actually is because I know like I've fallen <laughs> into that already with that even though I have, haven't done much with it where I'm like oh shadow work like not a big deal like because I I don't know how well world. I can explain it but like I understand it and then when I have said it. it to other people they're like oh shadow work (laughs) like Like, i was like it's it's nothing scary it's like it's literally like you're gonna you're gonna talk something out or you're gonna journal or you're gonna but but can you like you know more about it than me so So, you explain (laughs) shadow work is is one of my favorite things and it is super like i'm i'm big i'm big believer in like yeah sometimes things are painful and you just have to like grit your teeth like birth you know like grit your teeth and get through it (laughs) oh god the only (laughs) The only this is my favorite birth quote and it's super duper applies to shadow work. The only way is through. Yeah. Like the the only way is through. Like and, the women that sit um, there and say, I can't do this. I'm I don't want to do this. I'm like, well, you don't have a choice. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> you don't have a choice. Like it's this or nothing. Like mm-hmm. you're just it's this. Like you have to do it. So that's the way that I see shadow work once you're in it and once you realize you need to do it, the universe keeps giving you opportunities. So let's backtrack a little bit. So we all have shadow, right? It's this these things, trauma, events, energetic cords that are connected to us because of events that happened in our past, programmed ways of thinking, limiting beliefs. We have all these things that have built up through past lives, as well as our current life. A lot of stuff stems from childhood. And they're the things that get in our way. It's all the stuff that that gets in our way of manifestation of having the life that we, we really, that we desire. And in order to get rid of those blocks, we do shadow work. We work on our shadow, right? So what happens is we like, let's, I'm just going to give you an example. It's like the easiest way to describe it. So let's say, you know, you work in an office and you're like, I am manifesting this promotion. I'm manifesting this promotion, but you really, you get along with all your coworkers. You're like, you have great relationships. There's really no drama. And you know, you're like, but I, I, I think I could really do some good here. I want this promotion. So you go out for the promotion, you talk to your boss and they're like, yeah, you're going to come interview with the board. This is great. And all of a sudden you feel a niggle in your gut and you're like, yeah, I can't wait. And you're like, what is that niggle? Niggle? Like, why do I feel a little bit of like darkness there? And okay, fine. So the, the, your boss says, can you send in your resume? You send in your resume. You're like, I, I don't need to spruce it up. It's fine. I'm just like, I'll just send it the way it is. And your gut's like, why did you just do that? Why didn't you just spruce up your resume? And you go in the next day and you're like, okay, I'm so excited for the interview. And you're like, why do I have like, why am I feeling like kind of shit right now? So that's when you take a step back and you ask yourself, what's triggering me? This is where the shadow work starts. You ask yourself, what's triggering me? Okay, well, I was thinking about how great I get along with my coworkers and how great of uh, great an idea it would be for me to do good for the office or do good for whatever this job is. Okay, so we just trace it back to, I get, really, I get along really well with all my coworkers. Okay, so it triggered me thinking about my coworkers with the promotion. Why did it trigger me? Well, I get along really well with them. I really love them. We go out to dinner, like on Tuesday nights, we all get together and we go out for a drink after work. And I really love that. And it's like part of my weekly routine and it connects us all. Okay. Do you think you're not going to be able to have that once you're the boss? Can you not connect with your coworkers? So you work through that. Why is it triggering me until you reach what I just said? So you're going to journal it out, journal it out, journal it out until you hit the root of the issue. And then you ask yourself, okay, now I know exactly what the problem is. Sometimes that's enough. Sometimes you're like, great, I know what the problem is. I can avoid that. I don't need to do that anymore. I can get rid of that. That's a ridiculous belief. That's not true. And throw it out the window. Other times you need to then continue to work on that route and say to myself, okay, so like in this situation, how can I be sure that that doesn't happen? 
how can I create a comfortable environment in my office? Because once you come up with that solution, poof, no more anxiety around the interview because you still, you do want the job. You're not like trying to hold yourself back and sabotage yourself because half the time, if we don't do our shadow work, that thing that we want, we self-sabotage because we don't believe we deserve it. Mm-hmm. So that's where a lot of that comes from too. But that's that in a nutshell is shadow work. What's triggering me? Why is it triggering me? What is the root? And then from there, we decide, can we just throw it out because we now understand it? Or do I need to work on what the root of that is? So that is shadow work. And the more that we root out those limiting beliefs, their self-fulfilling prophecies, or all the things that we, we know that we really don't need, that's when the manifestations start to come in because there's absolutely no blocks. And the higher your vibration rises and the higher dimension that you're anchored into, the faster that stuff's going to come in. And that's when you also need to be really, really aware of your thoughts because your thoughts manifest really quickly once you start to get rid of those blocks. Can you just pull me into the dimension that you're in? (laughs) Just take me with you. (laughs) You're coming on your own, babe. (laughs) Well, you're going to meet me. (laughs) I was going to say, I don't know if this will make any sense, but I'm sure it probably will too. I kind of had, I guess, kind of almost tying the shadow work and the divine feminine together. You reminded me of a realization that I had that I meant to tell you and then I forgot. Yeah. I think a big root for me, a big part of why I've been suddenly so like anchored in the divine masculine and having such a hard time getting into the feminine is I realized, Mm -hmm. you know, I go back to my childhood and I think in the beginning, I remember having so many times when I used to think like, oh my God, I'm so lucky. I would get like all these things that I wanted. They would always happen. Like I would win like these, you know, little contests, like my essay won, like, you Mm -hmm. know, out of the whole school to be read at like some school function or whatever, like little stuff like that. Like, wow, I'm really lucky. And then the more that I realized that I was alone and I was the outcast and that I was getting Uh, made fun of, I started to shrink back. And I tried Mm -hmm. so hard to make myself invisible to prevent being seen and Mm. to prevent people from making fun of me. Because if they can't see me, they can't make fun of me was the logic, I'm sure. And now as I've gotten older, I've flipped that because I don't want to be invisible anymore. I don't want to be. I want to show my confident self, which I believe is my true self. But I have that, you know, like, so I think I flipped to doing, you know, so much of the doing to make myself mm-hmm. seen and be like, look at me, this is how I really am. That I had a yeah. hard time going back to that because there was probably a subconscious fear that's a, oh, being absolutely. made fun of. There's definitely. <laughs> a lot of, that's, that's such a, actually, it's a really good example because that's what I was saying. Like there are a lot of childhood things that go on that, you know, kind of stick with us. And that's exactly, that's like a perfect piece of shadow. Although I feel like you just did the shadow work. So you don't need to do anything around <laughs> that now. But if you had told me that in a session two weeks ago, I would have been like, oh, we need to talk this out right now. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. perfect. That was such a good example. And I agree with that completely. I think, yes, you probably did the complete opposite. And also you were living in a time of divine masculine at the mm-hmm. same time as flipping it. So you probably were like hard, hard anchors. <laughs> like just know. line up with the universe and like whoosh. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But yeah, absolutely. That was the best example. (laughs) Sometimes I still feel like I'm invisible. And, you know, sometimes it's not a good thing. Oh like, my oh, god, you you're saw so that? not. Carrie, <laughs> you are so not invisible. It's not even funny. I oh, I know. I forget you, that sometimes. Like, I'm like, even something like, like something as simple as like a social media post where it might appear on the surface to be crickets. And then some like, yep. I saw someone in person 
a couple weeks ago and she's like oh my god your posts like they help me all the time there's they help me through covid and they're, they're so inspirational i'm like yeah then hit the like button <laughs> I know. I didn't I say that, that but I'm, but it was also is that realization too. Like, okay, people are seeing yeah. it. <clears throat> yeah. They are resonating with it. It is helping people. They're just not taking that action of <laughs> showing like, like, me, like giving me that yeah. feedback. But you know, so if that's another thing for me, like I can start to feel like, well, it doesn't matter what I post because I'm invisible. Nobody's watching anyway but right. they are and if you're posting they are if you're posting with that energy too you're gonna you're gonna kind of screw with yourself and your right. energy too so yeah keeping it yeah I so a mentor that I worked with for a long time she's wonderful I love her her name's Michaela Day and she is like a manifestation like guru and she always says don't be a wobbly human <laughs> and that is she has a podcast too I love her I listen to everything and it's, it's such a great concept because when you're calling in manifestations or whatever, like just the life you desire, you know, being a wobbly human, like not, you know, being regular with your spiritual practices, not balancing the divine masculine, divine feminine within you, you're not calling anything in because you're, the universe is like, hey, wait, you want, do you want this? Do you want that? No. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> like that's what the universe is looking at you doing. Cause you're not like, I have this, this is my life. Oh my God. And you're making me think of my kids right now. Like example for me, <laughs> like, they pick out the fruit snacks and then wave it around oh, like yeah. okay do you want me to open that uh-uh throw it back point at other things and why what do you want uh the fruit snacks mm -hmm. uh-uh like what do you want so <laughs> i will give you, you whatever want? you want just That's, tell me uh, yeah <laughs> it's You're not that child. simple oh. <laughs> what do yeah, you want the, the wobbly child debating the fruit snacks. That's, That's my next exactly reel that's my next reel mm. <laughs> oh my god please yes <laughs> that is so perfect yes oh my god this is it reels are so much fun now that i know like what it is that i do and what my focus yeah. is yeah you really you were so good at reels Yours are, i love every time you post i'm actually so grateful that you always tag me when you post a reel yeah. because it like reminds me i'm like oh put carrie posted a reel and i like see my pants every time you're the funniest you're really Aww, good at the like thanks. the voice the lip stub thing whatever that's called <laughs> when you like do a voiceover yeah you're so good at that. Well, thank really you. Funny. Some of those take a few I'm takes. The, the last one with the with the, the samurai sword with the kid shovel is, I swear, I made everybody in my house watch it. Everybody. I was like, you guys, my friend made a reel. You want to see how funny? I was like, if you see the shovel instead of the samurai sword. See, and I tried, I was waiting for someone, I haven't gotten that comment yet, but I was waiting for someone to be like, that's not a, that's not a lightsaber. That's, or it's a lightsaber. That's why it was so funny. Yeah, that's why it was so freaking funny. You and I have a very similar sense of humor, though. I think that's why I totally immediately yeah. got it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, from day one, you and I were just like, click. I know. I was going to say, that's why you, you were like, you've never been invisible to me, because like, even in Reiki <laughs> class, when we were together. You, everybody would be silent, it'd be crickets, and you'd like drop an office reference, and I'd be like, oh, <laughs> and everybody'd be like, what? <laughs> I gotta get it out, or it's I just gonna it. like, I know, I love and it. And I can't it's focus until I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, last, last thing. So I feel like for me, when we were doing that first round of shadow work and like to continue with the clicking reference, like it just, seemed like it kind of clicked for me. Like I suddenly had that realization yeah. and was able to let go. How would you describe learning how to let go for someone who still like, like 
look at me before when I still wasn't getting it. Like, what would you have told me then Mm -hmm. when I was still struggling? I think what I would say is look at your everyday routine and tap into all the things that you feel like you wake up in the morning and you have to do. I have to get this done. I have to do this. I have to do that. And I bring this up because this is what I did for myself, actually. It's looking at your life and saying, okay, how can I tap into the flow? What's unnecessary? What, what divine masculine acts that I'm doing are unnecessary? And what can improve my quality of life by dropping it? Or by doing it slightly different. This doesn't mean changing like your routine. Like I love my routine. My routine happens no matter what. But there's flow with, I found a flow within my routine and it shifted a lot of things. Again, you can also like, let's say you're trying to let go in your marriage. Like I talk about this all the time within my own marriage and about my own marriage. And, you know, you look at your marriage and you say, okay, what's not working here? You know, what divine what what is mass what's the divine masculine in my relationship and for me and you know myself and my husband because we've my husband's also very open himself he's a very awake we've had so many conversations about this over the years and one day you know he finally said to me you know I feel like you really like like you don't need anybody like you're very good at just like going out and doing whatever because you can do it yourself and at that moment he was like I know you love me and I know you want me and everything and you ask for help but do you need me and I was like oh like that was our light bulb moment so I only I use that as an example because in that moment I was like of course I need you I need you and he was like I I actually think I need to hear it and I was like oh my gosh so I started actually announcing it when I needed him and the divine masculine and feminine in my marriage flipped and we balanced out and it has it's been it hasn't been the same for the better since so I use that as an example because if you're Looking at even friendships like that, I would mm-hmm. say, again, what's not working? What is not working? What looks way too rigid? And is the rigid part of that relationship making up 90% of it? Or is the rigid part of your day making up 90% of your day? And then finding a way to balance it with the flow. And I mean, if you're also, let's flip it and say, okay, like, am I really, like, do I have a ton of air in my chart? <laughs> am I a really, like, you know, when I say airy, I don't, oh, floaty, that's a better word. If I have floaty person, do I just kind of float through life and I can't get things done and whatever, you're too anchored into the divine feminine, flip it and say, well, what can I make more? How can I create a routine and stick to even a small part of a routine during the day? Finding ways to balance because the moment you balance it, you're going to feel the energy click into place mm-hmm. and you're not going to be as unsettled because I think that's the only way I can describe it is like, how can you feel more settled in your body? The second the energy clicks into place, you feel more settled in your body and you know. So true. So true. I felt that (laughs) when it happened. (laughs) Now I just got to figure out how to stay here. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You know, it's I actually, interestingly enough, I was speaking to my my husband and I were talking about this like a week ago. And I had said to him, you know, like, I love talking about this. You know what I mean? Because it was such a game changer for me, because obviously, I mean, I figured it out in my life with manifestation and then it, you know, it's been applied to my marriage for a long time now, but we were, I was talking to him about, you know, in the future, like him coming on the podcast and talking with me about like how it changed our marriage and, you know, how it could like change, you know, your kids' lives and all these mm-hmm. things. And, you know, the moment that it clicks into place and like what it does is so incredible for, for every aspect of your life, you know, something to be said for even just one person 
making (laughs) the decision to shift the energy. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's absolutely, it's absolutely incredible because you know what happens, especially, especially when the person, like regardless of like masculine or like who you are, whether you're a man or a woman or whatever, the second you realize what's out of balance and you tap into it. And I feel like most people need to tap into the divine feminine right now. And I'm not, I like, I feel like I say that so much, but it's everybody I've ever worked with stuck <laughs> in the divine, the divine masculine. But um, yeah, it's, it's the second you tap in, like whether you realize it or not, because some people don't realize that the divine feminine does lead. So that energy yeah. paves the way. So even if you're not aware of it, it's just the way that it works. The second you do it, you kind of, and you don't even realize you're leading the way because it's a flow, you know? Well, I think it goes back to what you were saying about how, as, as we were growing up, we had all that girl power and all that kind of stuff going on, mm-hmm. which is great. And I think necessary, but we've gone so far past that, you know, there's one, there's, it's one thing to be, I think, independent and, like super strong and another thing to find that balance like you were saying I know what I forgot something before and it was making me absolutely crazy sorry <laughs> so you know what I was I was like I knew there was more of a point to what I was saying about what I was telling you my husband and I were talking about this a week ago with like having you on the podcast he made a really really um very smart point that I'm going to point out and it's for like everybody and also I meant to tell you too and he was saying to me it was of course he was like it was incredible of course when we made that flip and then we, we really flipped and I was really in my divine feminine who was really in his divine masculine. And then like, I think I, I told you like a week or two later, we were like, wait, something doesn't feel right. It's because we weren't balancing it within ourselves. We were mm-hmm. just like complete, like masculine feminine. And while that was great, we were like, oh, something's <laughs> off, but we wanted to say, and we were like grasping at it and trying to keep that energy and keep the feeling between us that, that exact way. And then we realized we needed to loosen the fucking reins mm-hmm. and balance ourselves out and both be in both, you know, at the right time. And he said to me, he was like, you need to like, when, he was like, when you talk to people, you have to remind them that there's going to be hiccups. And just because there's mm-hmm. hiccups, it doesn't mean you stop. You keep going and you keep reevaluating and you keep going and going until you find the balance. And I was like, damn, honey. Like that was, <laughs> that was a cute little comment there. But he was 100% right. He was like, you make, you make sure you mention that to people. Can I, I mean, I, I definitely think I mentioned it to you, but the way that you put it, I was like, oh yeah, that's, it's, it is super important to remember that there we're 3D humans, like these meat sacks, you know, like embodying, like we have this light <laughs> energy inside of us. Meat sacks again. We, these meat sacks <laughs> we're living in, you know, we do have, we do have hiccups and we do, we do hit roadblocks and we kind of just find a way around them and you keep moving forward and learn how to deal with it. Cause the more you learn how to deal with, the more in the future, you know, you kind of don't really need to sidestep so much. You kind of just like, oh, I remember how to deal with this. Let's like move through it, you know? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Anything that, mm-hmm. that we didn't touch on that you think we should mention before we no, wrap? I think, I think we hit everything. We talked a I lot about so. the divine masculine, divine feminine. And I think I gave enough examples of how to step into each, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I yeah. Feel like that's like oh, the yeah. Most, yeah. That's all I did with giving. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it, it's important to note at the end here that it also takes not just thinking about it like I would do, like I would think about it and be like, yeah, I understand it. Then you mm-hmm. got to do it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, not, in a, not in a divine masculine doing <laughs> way, yep. but. It's, it's committing to the flow. And there is one more thing, actually, that I'm thinking yeah. about it. It's when you get triggered, you saying that, um, like not just thinking about it and doing it. It seems like it's a really big process and it's not. All you have mm-hmm. to do is make the choice to do one thing different in the morning. Like 
you wake up, if you're used to your routine and you've been doing it for the last 10 years of your life, if you can sit down for 10 minutes before that routine starts and read a book or sit down for 10 minutes and play with the kids instead of immediately unloading the dishwasher, that little bit of energy you're shooting out into the universe is signaling to the universe that you want change, that you're calling in. You just did something flowy first thing in the morning. You never do that. Do it. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a massive shift. That would be great for me if we had a dishwasher. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Seriously, that's like the first thing on my list for our forever house when we <laughs> are able to yeah, start looking for, for that. There will be a dishwasher. Like, it yeah. seems it's so little, but that's like the top of my list. Oh, it's such a major time <laughs> thing. Yeah. <laughs> Manifest it, man. <laughs> Followed by, you know, lots of land, lots of space, a big, beautiful bathroom with a nice soaking tub. <laughs> I was going to say a bathtub, actually. Yeah. When you were like a dishwasher, I was like, and a big bathtub. Yep. Like, that's, yes. With totally ledges easy, for my candles. And, yep. Yes. <laughs> So also, witty. you have to start it. messaging me to remind me to put the master symbol in my coffee because I forgot again. Oh, my God. That's like <laughs> one of my most favorite things to do. I actually draw it on my coffee cup sometimes. If I have oh. like if I go out and I get coffee at like, you know, Starbucks or something, I grab a pen out of my purse and I draw the master symbol on it because I love seeing oh. it. And my husband actually I write it on his lunch, too. So oh, like that's when cool. I make I make wraps for him and he'll. The best part is sometimes I'll draw ruin symbols because I'll see like, I'll be like, oh, you need this or you need that, whatever. If I look into his energy, he'll come home and be like, hey, uh, what was the symbol you drew on lunch today? Because it wasn't the normal one. And I'm like, oh, that was like, that was the heart chakra, you know, whatever. <laughs> or like, it's fun, did, do did, it. Was, was totally. this one a curse? What was this one about? <laughs> I know. He's like, are you hexing? No, honey. No. No. It's to make you like You had more. a fight before you leave in the morning. You're like, what did you put on my lunch today? <laughs> <laughs> no maybe i should symbol. maybe i should just buy a coffee mug that has the master symbol on it already you no know, i actually i'm gonna i've been i have this water i use the same what starbucks like clear water cup uh-huh. it's not clear i don't drink the whole thing um and my, my sister-in-law is a cricket and i was thinking of asking her to cricket me like the oh. master symbol put on it such a good idea yeah. yeah it's like why you just don't have to do anything you know you like infuse it with reiki forever yeah. use it just as a time symbol and be like done <laughs> you know i need the easy stuff i need the easy stuff right. yeah with kids of course we need the easy stuff <laughs> <Right>. save me <laughs> yeah all right well this has been so much fun thank you jess yes thank you so much I'm so grateful I got to share space with you all today. You can keep up to date on all this multifaceted mama's happenings by following me on Facebook and Instagram at Angeluna Energy or check me out at AngelunaEnergy.com and look for my weekly podcast drop. Can't wait to speak with you all again.